What's up, everybody? My name is Jordan the Giant Kassad, and you're listening to the Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast, episode 36. I'm joined by my co-host, Joe. What's up, dude? Um, not a ton going on this week besides I went to Dynamite. Um, did you go to Dynamite? No, you didn't. You no. uh, didn't even watch it. <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. Lahuzeher. Did, did you have fun at Dynamite? Yes and no, and uh, we'll get into that in just a second. But first, okay. uh, you want to talk a little fantasy? Sure. I think I won this week. I did not win. I took my first L yeah. of the season. I did win this week, by the way. I won. You lost. Uh, my brother, Jason, he's still undefeated. Uh, let's. Hell yeah. Ethan is on a fucking win streak. Good for Ethan. Somehow. I don't know how, because he tried <laughs> to drop his entire team. Dude. So. He has no clue what he's doing on that app. I feel so bad. <laughs> but we tried. We've tried. He just isn't getting we it. Have tried. <laughs> like, um, it's a pretty easy app to navigate. He just doesn't understand football. So I get it. Um, and uh, the Indianapolis Colt Cabanas got their first win this week as well. And hey. Caitlin Vensel was number two out of the top three people uh, with most points scored for the week. And she still lost. Pretty wild. Uh, so i think that's some pretty fun uh, stats for this week but yeah um yeah i ethan definitely (laughs) does not understand the app no and and that's okay i mean i understand because he's not a big football guy and he definitely doesn't understand fantasy yet and it'll take time but hopefully by the end of the year he'll start to understand everything that's going on yeah hopefully um I, this upcoming week, apparent Pollard's questionable for the Dallas Cowboys, so I'm a little worried about that. But Eckler's back, and he hasn't been playing since, I think, week one. And even week one, I don't know if he played, uh, but he's been out for me. So I'm happy that he's going to be back. But he's going to be playing my Dallas Cowboys. So, oof, I'm not looking forward to that one. But, yeah. Oof, indeed. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to win this week. So, yeah. I don't even know. Who, I'm playing Luke Knight. I don't know who you're playing. Uh, I don't know either. I am playing probably somebody good. I've been playing good teams here lately. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm playing Soda. He's okay. two and three, but he's got a pretty good team. Yeah. He so, lost to Ethan. That'd be fun. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. I can tell why he, his team probably underperformed last week. So, yep. Yep. But that's how it goes. So, it'll be, it'll be fun. Some more fantasy football. I've not hit a parlay since the one a couple weeks ago. Pretty sad, but we'll try again this week. I can't even legally sports bet. And even really? if I could, I probably wouldn't. No, Missouri doesn't have legal sports betting yet. Oh, shit. I, I, I can't do I any of that. forgot that's kind of like a luxury to have. <laughs> a luxury to waste my money. I am not in a financial place to be betting, but you know, here I am. I mean, uh, if if it's a small yeah, dude, parlay, I, you know, it's not a you know, and if you, it's one of those where it's super not going to happen, but if it does, it's a huge win type of deal. I mean, the, it is, yeah, those are my favorite. I like putting five dollars down 
to win like five hundred to a thousand dollars, and yeah, never happens. How many but, legs are in your parlay typically? Well, we like to cap it at seven, mm. but so- sometimes I'll get a little wild and do ten. <laughs> no, so, ten leg parlay. <laughs> yeah, I need every game to go exactly as I predicted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. My God, sometimes we'll fuck around. And we'll build a parlay of all stuff that should happen. But the fact that it's 20 legs, it makes it yes. the odds are insane. And, you know, something's not going to happen. And we'll put $1 on it and it'll pay out a million dollars. Never going to happen. <laughs> but it's no, fun to no. throw that dollar. Because in. that that's the NFL. You know, it's, it's always random. Any given Sunday, you never know what's going to happen. So even if you bet Travis Kelsey – 150 yards or something crazy then he's gonna slip on the turf and be out for half the game so i usually he's a pretty easy uh touchdown at least uh sometimes we'll give him two uh and taylor swift's in the building tonight it's thursday apparently she's gonna be there so i want to say he's gonna he's gonna get at least one so i'm definitely gonna bet him a touchdown tonight (laughs) we'll see i expect the chiefs run game to uh Go yeah. wild tonight because the Broncos have quite the shoddy run defense. Yeah. Historically, they're historical bad. Yeah, we'll see if I hit a parlay tonight. Um, yeah, awesome. So that's fantasy football. We have some fun stuff to talk about. We have fast lane. You were at dynamite. We have Tony Khan having a full on meltdown on Twitter. Um, but let's get into all that fun stuff here. Up first, we're going to get into some news. But actually, real quick, go to our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash stolen gimmicks. You can find all of our links there, t-shirt store, x.com, wherever you want to find the podcast. All the links are there. Go check it out. Um, But yeah, news. Uh, Dynamite experience. How was it? Tell us everything. Okay, so it wasn't it wasn't too bad. I live about an hour from the uh, the arena that they have it in. It's on the outskirts of Kansas City, and the arena is a um, semi-pro hockey arena that can hold like five thousand for um, hockey games. And AEW usually sets it up for like four or something. And last time we were there, it was thirty seven hundred, and this time they barely hit three. So um, there were definitely some empty seats, even in a small building like that. This venue is the type and size of venues that they should be running throughout the country instead of the basketball arenas that they've been trying to fill. Um, But 3000 people and it definitely felt like a smaller crowd than usual. But I will say they were pretty loud. Um, I met quite a few interesting individuals and by met i mean observe and spectate i did not meet a single person there but i did uh i did observe quite a few people there um my section was absolutely wild i had my cm punk shirt on and i got beer spilled on me it was a complete accident um accident in quotation i was i was very upset i turned around and kind of gave the guys a what for and he at first was mad that I was yelling at him, but then he apologized and everything was cool. And uh, I already washed the shirt. It's fine. Um, But uh, other than that, you know, I had some stinky people, some (laughs) people with no teeth around me. It was, uh, you know, it was your average Missouri wrestling crowd. Yeah. I mean, that's a wrestling crowd in general. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and I have to say um, for those of you that go to like sporting events and stuff and haven't been to a wrestling show, it's like a sporting event, but with less IQ. Um, <laughs> I, I swear the the line 
before we got in, I heard the most crazy things. I heard about um, Sky Blue doing mud thong wrestling, and and I heard about uh, FTR is ha- has apparently quit AEW, and they're going to be on NXT that night. I heard that uh, that CM Punk is going to be maybe at NXT. Like, dude, the the speculation around NXT, like the 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 AEW fans there in that line were so worried about what NXT was going to be doing. It was pretty hilarious. Yeah, I've had those experiences as well. Um, I mean, it's just the fact that some people would just let the certain things come out of their mouth is just wild. Um, oh yeah, I, I heard even worse, but I'm not even going to repeat it. So. <laughs> I um, I love when people have these theories that they just know are right because they read it online, and that they'll be, like start just spewing it out like, "Oh yeah, th- this is going to happen," and I'm like, "What?" And it's shit that like right. I've never even seen. Like yeah, I, I'm like, where do they and, get these? It's like Facebook articles, and I'm shit. all over the like internet. Like I see yeah. everything, and they're like, oh, I read that Oscar's a man. I'm like, what? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, uh, there was there was some dude that was saying that uh, Ray Mysterio has to wear a mask because he uh, cut too deep and he has a big scar or something. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Go to his Instagram. He posts <laughs> selfies all the time. Yeah. What do you right. mean? One of my if not favorite... selfies, like family pictures, you can see Ray Mysterio's face on the internet these days. It's not hard. One of my favorite was uh, we were at a SmackDown show, and it was Wade Barrett versus Chris Jericho, and this guy's like, "Oh, yeah, that Chris Jericho guy is just a jobber. He's never been anything in his whole life." And I'm like, "Chris Jericho, one of the greatest of all time." You just said that about him. <laughs> you, you know oh, dude. Let me tell you, Jericho is still over in in Kansas City, and I think it's because of the stupid Fozzie song. the mm-hmm. The crowd loves singing that song. Right, that's for cool. everybody has that. For and I, sure, but dude, if you take that song away, I <laughs> couldn't imagine that. Like he reminds me of Axl Rose. Yeah, he's just like way over the hill, and and I, I don't know. He's just he's definitely slowed down even since the uh, Le Champion yeah. uh, era of Jericho. Like. Uh, I, seeing him in person really, really showed off how slow he has gotten recently Damn. to me. Like he just appeared slower than basically anybody else except for Luchasaurus. Oh yeah. Well, damn. Oh, how, what was it like seeing Edge wrestle? Uh, it was cool, but the way the match flowed, uh, they had Edge take like ninety percent of the match selling. Like he got beat down and he was selling the entire match, and then he. He kind of fired back, and uh, he did a spear off the apron to Luchasaurus to the floor, which was pretty cool. Um, but he didn't do a whole ton, but he looked mm-hmm. good. Um, Christian was definitely a highlight. He cut a really nice promo. Nice. Um, it was it was a really fun show. The show, uh, we'll get into it later, but the show started off really good and kind of fell off a cliff at a certain point. And... Uh, I also went to the bathroom at a, at a very scheduled point in the show, and I will uh, talk okay. about that some more. All right. Well, we'll get into Dynamite. Um, so speaking of Dynamite and NXT, we're going to talk about them. But <laughs> their viewership for this past week, they were going head-to-head. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's on NXT's night. So, I mean, AEW is the visitors here. And yep. NXT won. They had what, like nine hundred and twenty-one thousand viewers. Yep, nine twenty-one to six oh nine. Yep, and um, I don't think either of those are bad numbers. <laughs> like I, mm-hmm. I think AEW held their own there because it wasn't their night, 
and and WWE stacked that card with legends and big names. And I, I really don't think there should be too much like people freaking out over this. No. Tony Khan is freaking out over it. Um, if you go to his Twitter, he's just he's a loose cannon right now, and it's rough. <laughs> well, the loose cannon junior changed his name on NXT. And I like that. And I'm sure we'll get to that as well. But um, sure. do, do you have, yeah, you have NXT notes. So, um, but yeah, he's not taking it well. But like I said, I don't think he should be disappointed in those ratings because it, first of all, it wasn't his night. It was NXT's night. And yep. they had every right to stack that card because they're in the middle of TV negotiations. So I think both- and since AEW was coming to to their night, I don't blame them. I mean, I would yeah. do the same. Like that's their competition. If they're coming to Tuesday night to try to take mm-hmm. some of their share, it's the same product. You know the 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 wrestling scape only has so many fans. You know, so mm-hmm. if you if you're coming to a, to somebody else's night and you're going to try to take some of their fans, you got to expect that they're going to fight back. Now, I didn't expect a WWE to stack the deck as much as they did. I yeah. found that a little ridiculous. It, yeah, it was one thing when they said that. Oh, Heyman will be there. Okay, I understand that. Cena. Okay, that's that's. I think that's a novelty thing. <laughs> that's where they jumped the shark. That's where they yeah. jumped the shark because when we saw what the Undertaker actually got to do, it's like okay, okay. You could tell that it was just a rush to like, hey, we need some other big name that we can take this way over the top. Mm-hmm. So. I thought it was a fun moment, but yeah, it was definitely strange that like, what, like what the fuck was that for? But they also didn't like advertise the Undertaker. They just played his gong at the end. I thought that was kind of cool. How it was kind of a mystery, kind of a surprise in a weird way. Um, but yeah, a mystery or surprise that every wrestling fan that's ever watched <laughs> yeah. wrestling ever knew what was gonna come. Kind of like uh, I was hoping it'd be Dead Man Taker. I'm kind of tired of seeing Biker Taker. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. I'm I want to see I don't. I don't need him to put on the eyeliner, but wear the trench coat, the hat, dude. You're more menacing like that. I agree. It, when he comes out in the biker and the like T-shirt and stuff, he looks like just a dad. Like I'm not scared of this dude. Yeah, he looks barely like- walk down the ramp. He has to use his motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, he looks rough. His that beer belly going on and everything. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, also, AEW has some bad press this week. They ran a storyline um, with the quarters. Um, I guess all this stuff going overseas with the uh, – I don't know exactly what's going on. I'm not going to act like I do. There's a war. There's Jewish hate crimes going on. And Juice Robinson had this roll of quarters. And if you watch AEW a few months ago, maybe a year ago, MJF talked about back in the day they threw these bricks of quarters at him because he's a Jew boy and all that stuff, all that terrible stuff. And they're running a storyline kind of replaying that memory from him as a kid and a lot of people are saying it's very distasteful and tmz picked it up i I think variety picked it up doesn't look very good for AEW right now um what do you think about that uh okay so being there live i didn't really see much of the the um much of the blowback on it until like the day after I didn't realize, like I didn't even see that it was quarters because I'll be honest. The only Tron in that building is like a tiny video screen that I wasn't even looking at because I, my, my view to the ring was much better and they were facing away from me for that. So I didn't really see it until I got home and I'm like, what is everybody complaining about? Because all I saw was people saying that's so distasteful, AW, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? 
And I looked it up and I was like, yeah, that's uh, definitely not cool. I remember discussing that a few months ago and I was like, yeah, I hope they don't do that. And uh, here we are. Um, I guess juice has done things with quarters in the past and that's how they're trying to justify it. But like, dude, yeah. you got to know, like, come on. MJF um, got, got online saying like, this is my story to tell. Like this happened to me when I was a kid. It's all good. And people are like, no, it's really not. And I understand it's your story, but doing shit like that encourages people. Like we saw a couple of weeks ago, holding up the sign saying, look, MJF, I dropped the quarter. Like it just, it encourages yeah. that because we're not in the times where a heel is a heel. You know what I mean? Kayfabe's not real. And mm-hmm. people know that. And people like f- heels. And Juice Robinson is not the kind of heel that we are su- like really supposed to hate. And because he's like a cool guy, he's kind of funny. Yeah, this is gonna Just, be this is gonna make it hard for when Juice eventually turns face, and and yeah. a certain portion of the crowd, i.e., the Jewish community, is not going to be able to get behind the guy after yeah. he's done this. And, and I know a lot of people in general aren't going to be able to get behind him, and it does suck because I know that this the Juice probably is. I'm going to assume here that Juice is not actually anti-Semitist and, and against the the Jewish community. I, I don't think he is. I don't um, think so. <laughs> especially, especially if MJF kind of ran this by him and said, hey, do this. I, mm-hmm. I got to assume that MJF and him are cool. But still, not the right time or place to do this angle, in my opinion. Yeah. They could have they started a feud any other way, and they were already there with Jay stealing his belt. That's enough. You know, yep, I agree. I can't believe like Tony Khan hasn't said anything about that. Like, no, like apology for running that. Nothing. He's too worried about the fucking stupid ratings. That <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and next just, week, uh, I guess they're doing the Dynamite Ring uh match, the Battle Royale match. And I guess uh, I didn't realize this. I knew this, but I forgot. MJF has won that match every single year. Uh-huh. And part of Juice's promo was that he was going to win his ring he said the the promo was something about uh jay has already taken your belt we're gonna take everything away from you and um so he said that he's gonna be in the battle royal for the ring and win it didn't i don't know if mjf will be in that match or not but i thought ricky starks won it one year i don't know all the banners all the banners said mjf so okay he might he very well could have i I don't know i think ricky starks won it and then they had a match the following week for it Oh, you very yeah, yeah. You could yeah. be right. Maybe, maybe what they'll do is at some point, Juice, if Juice wins it, Juice versus MJF for the ring, and that way it gets back on MJF again. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be interesting. Oh, I think I think you are right because what happened was Ricky won it, and MJF said, "Hey, you might have won that, but I've never lost it either." So yeah. that's why they and MJF kind of defended the ring versus mm-hmm. the. That that makes sense. I think that's how it works. Actually, I think I think if you win the, and this could this could go anyway because it's AEW and who knows. Um, but I think if you win the battle royal, you get the right to fight the ring holder, which is MJF still. Yeah. See, I watch I the product. I watch it. <laughs> do you? Is is this is this is this correct? Is this something that you do? Because no, I'm not. I'm not, not entirely often. Sure. Not often. Just sometimes I do. Um. So. Apparently, WWE has turned down CM Punk. Apparently, he wanted to come to WWE, and they said no. We've also seen that they're in talks. We've also seen that he signed and he's debuting at Survivor Series. Who the fuck knows? I'm just well, going to let this one play out. And also, yeah, and also the negative, <laughs> uh, the negative report about 
WWE not being interested came from one Dave Meltzer. So who yeah. knows? Yep. Especially with especially with him, you know, I'm sure that he he has a little thing for mm-hmm. Punk since he's buddies with the Young Bucks. So. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Nick Hausman is the one who reported that they were in talks. Um, mm. And he was the one that CM Punk freaked out on, but apparently ended up kind of befriending. And I know that Nick Housen was the first one that they talked to after Brawl Out. So I think he would be the one I would go and trust versus Dave Meltzer. I'll just I'll just trust <laughs> um, CM Punk's comic panels that he posts on his Instagram story. Yep. <laughs> I will trust when his music plays and he walks out whenever he does. If he ever it was does. funny. I uh, I had one of the people that were in my section kept calling me Pepsi Phil because I was wearing my uh, my punk shirt and I went to the concession stand and got a piece of pizza and a Pepsi. That's funny. <laughs> and I came back. <laughs> I came back and I had my Pepsi in my hand and they're like, "Man, how much do you like Pepsi Phil?" And he's like, oh, "I'm just gonna call you Pepsi Phil." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> So you got a Pepsi and a pizza. What was that? $74? It was actually uh six dollars. Oh, that's not bad for a Pepsi and a no, not at all. I uh I spent just as much on my ticket as I did merch. My ticket itself was $43. I bought two of them, so that'd be 86. And you had pretty good um, seats. But for yeah, yeah. I had uh first seat like behind the floor section looking mm-hmm. down on the ring so i had like i didn't have any of my view obstructed i was looking straight down onto the ring yeah. it was very nice dude if um, i don't if i don't have front row i don't want to be on the floor i would rather be no exactly <laughs> exactly i don't want to be behind a bunch of people you can't see if you're not in the first like one or two rows on the floor it's not worth it yep. you need to you need to go into the stands where you can be at an angle and still see everything yeah so absolutely um jack perry Coming back soon, you wrote down. I have not heard anything about that, but yeah, I, I I'm not sure exactly what's going on there, but I did see a report that Jack Perry could be coming back soon. Um, don't care, didn't ask. Uh, we can move <laughs> on to the next thing. All right, Dragon I just, Lee. I just figured I'd write that down just in case you had seen something or wanted to talk about it, but I don't care when or if he comes back. Yeah, so. I agree. Uh, Dragon Lee has uh, he's on the main roster now. He's on the SmackDown brand. Um, so. He had a match against Austin Theory this past week, and that was his call up. They just did it very nonchalantly. But yeah, that's the last piece of news we have. And he deserves it. He's very good. He's awesome. Yeah. And remember when people were like shitting on him, saying, like, I can't believe he'd go to the WWE. They're going to waste him for years in NXT. He was on the main roster less than a year. So that's pretty cool to see. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens on the main roster. But with yeah. reports that Vince is. Um, yeah. Gone from creative due to uh, bad publicity, I guess. Is Did you, what, what people yeah. Apparently, uh, Ari Emanuel, he was he kind of like was shit talking Vince on like a, a podcast or an interview, and he was just saying like, "Yeah, like our stock took a dive when we announced Vince McMahon." It sounds like they're gonna push him out, and uh, there was people saying that's probably gonna happen. It looks like it is. They just got the sale; it's through; it's official. Probably for the best. Out. Yeah. And he I mean, basically... yes, he deserves his spot in WWE history. Absolutely. absolutely. But at this point, with all the um, bad publicity surrounding him and how much it seems like he's lost his eye for not only talent, but also creative, it's probably time for him to step away. For sure. I agree. And I definitely enjoy the product more with Triple H, uh, mm-hmm. you know, running things. And to me, Jordan, it honestly seems like. When Triple H first take, took over, 
it had a different feeling. Everything was flowing mm-hmm. a certain way. Certain guys that Triple H had liked and girls that Triple H had liked were coming back. Uh, things made sense. And then after WrestleMania, everything kind of took a dip. And that's where we got into this sameness of booking over and over. And maybe Vince has kind of been the root of that and, and, and not allowing any branching of anything. Because it feels like everything's been stagnant since like SummerSlam. Mm, I agree. Nothing has really moved. Everything's moving at a glacial pace in WWE. Mm-hmm. So maybe with Vince hundred percent gone, maybe triple H can uh, move things along. But if this is triple H's booking style, which it wasn't really in NXT, this is rough. I can't, I can't sit here and act like I'm fully invested sure. in the WWE product when their weekly shows are, are the same thing over and over. Yeah. Very copy and paste. I mean, there, there's definitely segments and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that was fun. But then others yes. just like, this just happened last week. Like, why do we need yeah. to keep doing this? And by the sounds of things, the same rivalries are going to be drug out to Survivor Series, which yeah. does not really entice me. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of excited for the possibility of John Cena in a War Games match. I don't know. <laughs> sure. It's just it's just the tag divisions. It's yeah. really been bringing down my WWE yeah. uh, no, I agree. experience. Because that's the only thing that's that seems to main event Raw, and it's the only focus on Raw is what the Judgment Day and whoever face tag team that's that's opposing them is doing. That's all you really that and Gunther, but we don't even get him all the time. So true. Yeah, but uh, let's go ahead and get into our wrestle roundup. We'll talk about Fastlane first. Um, Fastlane opened with the tag team championship match. We had Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso defeating the Judgment Day to become the new tag team champions. This is a fun match. Yeah, I I wish that this card would have gotten one more match, i.e. Mm-hmm. Gunther and Tommaso Ciampa, because this this card definitely lacked a um, si- regular singles match, and it also uh, lacked a sixth match due to uh, all these matches felt like they went about five minutes too long. Sure, sure. It felt like they were stretching everything because they only had five matches. Yeah, and it's not like they don't have the talent. I don't know why they just did five matches. It's kind of strange. Right. Yep, very weird. And every match felt like, here, let's shove as much talent into the match as possible. Like, there was a lot of multi-men. I I thoroughly enjoyed all of Fastlane. I thought it was a fun show. It It was decent. The best part of it, though, was the fucking press conference when Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso were drunk. That was so fun. <laughs> sure, but there, I mean, there's been AEW shows that on paper looked boring. And then oh, yeah. every time there's an AEW pay-per-view and you actually sit down and watch it, you're like, holy crap, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Fastlane, to me, felt like a super episode of Raw Sure. with, with some titles on the line. Mm-hmm. And every match just going main event raw length, like no match. It, I didn't get the sense that any matches went into that next gear yeah. as far as work rate goes. Everything felt very TV. And like I couldn't imagine in 2023 if Fastlane was like a $50 pay-per-view like AEW is. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine buying Fastlane. No, I wouldn't. But I, I think that was a purpose of the show was just to have a B-rate premium live event nothing crazy just to get us into the next level leading into we had well we got crown jewel next and then survivor See, series and, and which, to me i don't understand that because wwe's been doing so good why couldn't they have had fast lane in lucas oil stadium jack that thing up had 
a super card. Like they don't, their WWE is so hot right now that they don't need to have B pay per views. Every yeah. pay per view, every pay per view can be really great. They have the card or they have the talent pool for it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't understand why. Like, I know if Roman's on the card, oh well, you had John Cena. Yeah, you easily could have pushed a great card, but instead, you'd rather have him fight Solo and Jimmy, the yeah. two lackeys of the bloodline. That's boring. I think you're, it does not move the needle. I think you're overreacting and acting like this is the worst card ever, but it's really. I oh, I, I don't I don't get me wrong. I don't think it's I don't think it's the worst card ever. I was just yeah. I was just kind of disappointed. Yeah, and I mean the John Cena LA Knight thing. I guess that they didn't want to waste it on uh, a pay per view or not a pay not a non pay per view. They wanted to have it on pay per view because it's really the start of a storyline leading into something, which I get. But the thing is, is I'm kind of worried because John Cena said in the press conference, the second Hollywood calls him, he's gone. So yeah. how much longer do we have? Like, what kind of plans do we have? Is he going to be able to do it? Because that's I'm hoping dangerous. we have him until. I'm hoping we have him through Survivor Series. At least, but I, I would hope WrestleMania. It would be but... great. Yeah, it would be great if we could have him and The Rock through WrestleMania. And then, you know. But I, I also, as a movie fan and a TV show fan, I'm ready for this fucking strike to be over. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. shit. But yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. Isn't we'll it get... like almost over? Be- I mean, I, well, I know that they've hit snags, but. They just had a big snag because they're. I guess the actors are asking for a two percent share in uh, revenue through streaming services, and they're not trying to give that up, which is ridiculous. And yeah, I guess that's the biggest thing that just happened yesterday. So who knows? It might be a little longer. I mean, they definitely they definitely deserve two percent on streaming. That's yeah, dude. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> because <low> I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, streaming is like I'm not talking about every extra, but yeah. the main stars. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I mean the main stars I don't, probably I don't know. have, they probably have some kind of deal in place. I don't know. I'm not gonna sit here and talk about it like I know, but I don't sure. know. <laughs> so, anyways, six man tag team match. We had the LWO Carlito. He he came out. Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar defeating Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. Now here, I'm, I'm excited that Carlito's back, and I understand you want to bring him into a win, but I find it very weird. This is the first match of Bobby Lashley's Street Profits. And they fucking lose? Kind of against that. Here, yeah, and here's my problem with the match. Mm-hmm. They started this match as a three-on-two. And yeah. randomly, right towards the end, here comes Carlito. Like, it makes no sense. Why not have Carlito at the beginning of the match come out with them? Like, what benefit do you get of having Carlito come out later yeah. after they've already been beaten down for eight minutes, you know? Yeah. Like Very. I don't, I don't understand. Like I had a few buddies over that are kind of casual wrestling fans. They mm-hmm. they keep up with the weekly shows a little bit, but they, that's what we all were saying. As soon as Carlito came out, we're like, wait a second! I thought it was three on two, and and nobody was going to come out because it's been eight minutes since this match started, yep. and and they didn't show anybody getting beaten down backstage to prevent them from coming out right away. They didn't show anything. Just randomly, oh, here's Jacked and Tan Carlito. Out from backstage, so that's kind of odd to me. Yeah, they um, I mean, they said earlier in the night, like he's coming. I promise, he'll he'll, he'll come. But still, it's just oh, so strict. he just showed up and uh, randomly, and, yeah, at the beer. like, yeah, he happened. He his car happened to show up, LA night style, just mm-hmm. randomly. He he hopped out of a Slim Jim car and was just ready to go. Yep, that's exactly what happened. Apparently, 
but <laughs> yeah, very strange booking there. I'm very happy Carlito's back. I always loved Carlito, but yeah. So is he like full time SmackDown guy or what? Yep, full time on nope. SmackDown. Yep. Mm, okay. I'm excited for Carlito action figures. Yep, <laughs> that's, that's all I gotta say. Uh, how about that LWO five pack that was uh, announced today? Very cool. It's honestly, I I assume they'll make a Carlito to go with that, and that'll be a cool setup on a shelf. That's for sure. It's, yeah, uh, I like that they're, we're getting this Alina in uh, in the Backlash gear. I think they're all from Backlash. Actually. Yeah, yep, they are, and that's why okay. Ray, Ray's in streak gear because he didn't wrestle on that show. Um, the other guys, that's fine. I, I have plenty of Ray's in wrestling gear. Trust yeah. me. Yeah, and um, I think that's a very cool five pack. I like the way they're doing it on Mattel Creations, where you have two weeks to pre-order it, and it's made to order. They're making how many are ordered. I think it's very cool. Yeah, um, I'm assuming it'll be a what a hundred dollar set. Since yeah, there's probably. Five of them. Probably a hundred bucks. So, yeah, I, I think I'll probably get that because that's that's pretty neat. And I think I might too. Um, I, it's a lot better than trying to get hyped up for George Animal Steel or whatever the hell else they're putting on there for the Dude, Coliseum collection. I like the Coliseum I don't mind the legends, but but man, they're getting to a point, and I knew this was going to happen fast. After you get past Hogan and Savage, it's harder to get excited for some of those yeah. tertiary characters that I already have. I'm not buying a second George Animal Steel. Sorry. So the thing I'm excited for, I I'm excited for a, an Ultimate Roddy Piper. I love Roddy Piper. But that's kind of how they get you. They get you because it's a two pack, so you gotta buy them both. Sure. So sure. It's just like, Who's the other one with him? George Animal. Steel. It is George. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was this that set. Which, uh, so I noticed two problems. I I noticed that the George Animal Steel doesn't come with the stuffed animal that he comes with. I forget the name of it. I think he but, does. Does he? Okay. He, well, maybe yeah. he does. But my original one that I have from the Legends line way back in the day, it has the stuffed animal with it, and. Yeah. Uh, Roddy, I don't think Roddy has the red piping on his shirt like he's supposed to. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of a turnoff for me because I want it to be accurate. You know, it could, if it's the ultimate Roddy Piper, I want it to be the ultimate Roddy Piper. I shouldn't have to buy any more after this one. Yeah. And I I have a Roddy Piper that has that on it. It's from like the, the one where they played music, but it was a basic. The entrance entrance greats or whatever. It was a basic, though. Um, I have the, uh, I have a few of those. I have the, uh, yeah, from the old basic one because I have the Rey Mysterio one with the before the ultimate that came out that has yeah. the old uh, entrance gear from Mania Twenty Two that plays his theme. Yeah, Roddy Roddy does not have the red trim, but George does have his. Oh, and George's fucking shirt has red trim on it. It's black shirt with red trim. What yeah, the hell? Yeah, yeah. So it's not like, <laughs> and they didn't even have to like make it like you know like an actual cuff. Just paint it on. You know, just have the yeah. red band there and they couldn't do that which makes no sense because like you said they've had Roddy figures with the red trim so, yeah that's weird I'll probably put the old shirt on this one um yeah I'll definitely get this I don't have a George Animal Steel he's always a fun character so yeah well we we get off topic way too easily <laughs> that's okay we... it's still wrestling related I might have to sell my old George Animal Steel and maybe buy yeah. that two-pack it's still up on Mattel it didn't go up it didn't go on sale yet it was supposed to last week and oh, okay they... They randomly said, wait, we're not going to do it yet. I don't know why. Um, oh. any, anyways, if you guys like listening to people talk about wrestling figures, go check out the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. They do it every week. We just go And on then rant. once in a while, we'll do it. We'll go on random pages <laughs> and talk about figures. Speaking of which, one more thing. Oh god, I, I really want that Amazon 2-pack that, that you were able to pre-order and, and get in the mail. Oh, yeah. Hookhausen. Uh, dude, dude that, that Danhausen is so good. I think Danhausen might be figure of the year. 
Honestly, I love him. Dude, I love he, how- he, it, it looks like the best out of the three Danhausens. I agree. I, I like the hard goods uh, cape instead of the soft goods yeah. cape. Yeah, I agree. I'm a soft good guy, but I I think that the that the hard cape looks a lot better. I agree. On him. Yep, it's a little annoying to take on and off because it has like uh, these little hooks you have to like get on in the back, and you got to like fuck yeah. with it a little bit. But it's a cool ass figure. He's definitely a fronter. He'll be on the front of my collection when I get it up. Yeah, um, I, and then the other thing I I really want to get is the Supreme CM Punk that's supposed to be exclusive to Walmart, but is like nowhere to be found. I've been looking for it every day, and my Walmart's just all. I have six Walmart's on my route. All six mm-hmm. of them just restocked the Cody Rhodes ones. Like what the oh, fuck? It's ridiculous. Like how? <laughs> how do we still have more of these? Apparently, AEW is donating a million dollars worth of toys to Toys for Tots. So they better learn to love uh, Hangman with the beer and the street clothes and uh, Chris Statlander. Watch those little fucking kids get all these awesome CM Punk figures instead of giving us the CM Punk figures. No, I guarantee it's going to be overstocked Dana Jays and things like yeah. that. Yeah, no, you know what Jazzwares did? They sent out special merchandising and then they hired a company to come in. They're supposed to put up the new figures and take down the old figures. A lot mm-hmm. of them did that, but a lot of them also just kept the old figures up. But I'm gu- I guarantee you, the figures that they took down are the ones getting donated, which is cool. I- I'm very happy. Kids are gonna get. Yes, yeah, that's smart. Toys. I mean, if they're not gonna sell, at least do something, you know, like that. And Jazzwares apparently, uh, I heard on the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast that they're like the creators of those Squishmallow toys. Yeah, and I guess those are like raking in the dough. So Jazzwares yeah. is not hurt by the couple L's that they've taken in AEW figures. Yeah, they have. They have. Squishmallows, they have Pokemon, they have Coco Melon, they have like some of the biggest. Oh yeah, they're fun. Yeah, the Call of Duty, they just announced they have Halo. They have. Oh yeah. What else do they have? Fortnite. Yeah, they're they're good. <laughs> they're good. Yeah. Okay. Back to Fastlane after our little interruption there about wrestling figures. Um, Io Sky defeats Asuka and Charlotte Flair in a triple threat match to retain her WWE Women's Title. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really have much to say about this, and it, it feels like month ago since, <laughs> since Fastlane. Um, but you know, I, I, I would say that probably this was my favorite match if I'm, if I'm going off a of memory of the mm-hmm. night. I really, I really enjoyed this match. It was good. Um, I, I gotta say, either this or the Last Man Standing. Last Man um, Standing was good. I, I really liked that yeah. one. I, yeah. Wrong winner, um, in my opinion, but it was good. Yes, we'll get into that here in a second. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yep. EO Sky wins. I thought it was a good match. Uh, when Bailey came out, I thought Bailey was going to turn on her, and she helped her win. Very cool. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, tag team match John Cena and LA Knight. Yeah. Defeat the Bloodline, Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. <laughs> All but right. So John's- I'm glad I'm glad that's <laughs> over. Let's let's use John Cena a little bit, guys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's have him on NXT. That's how we need to use him. Yeah, it was a fun match, but yeah, it definitely could have been more for John Cena. Sure. And it looks like they're continuing to feud with the Bloodline. I'm hoping it's going to be like Team Cena versus Team Bloodline. I think that would be cool. Get LA Knight. And well, John the other Cena. the other rumored War Games matches: Judgment Day versus all the fans. Literally, the Avengers versus the Judgment Day. And I, honestly, I would prefer those two instead of having a. I don't think a female. Uh, war games is necessary this year i just don't think i don't think it would look that great no. to be honest though the, the one last year just did not hit i don't even remember well it i don't i don't remember what it was last year. year that's how i definitely but i definitely remember the uh um the bloodline versus uh ko and all those guys awesome. that was fun that was great 
So yeah, I think two men's uh, war games matches is the way to go. Um, yeah, yeah, that'd be great, especially if you get Cena and Roman in the same war games match. That'd be insane. It'd be so cool. <laughs> it'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, the main event. Seth Rollins defeats Shinsuke Nakamura in a last man standing match to retain <sighs> the WWE World Heavyweight title. I was hoping either Shinsuke would win or Damian would cash in. And um, it's not. I, I love Seth, but I'm yes. ready for something else. I agree. I love Seth. And honestly, I think he's a good champion. I'm enjoying his run, but it's to a point where he's he's working yeah. this back injury. Make it make sense. Like you can't just yes. oh, you win a match barely. You got murdered. Like that match, he got he, I can't believe that he took so much. And then I feel like Shinsuke just took one big move and it was Dude, done. Yeah, Shinsuke was dominating, and then Seth hits him with one big move, and that's it. Shinsuke's I don't know, out. I don't know how they're gonna make a better time for Damien to cash in. That was the perfect time. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of the Orange Cassidy international title run that, mm-hmm. that we were talking about for months. Orange Cassidy had the belt forever, and, and he was working all these injuries and barely winning less and less each week. And it just felt like it started to drag on. You know, there's a certain point where you kind of just need to cut it off and end it. And I hope the cash in isn't in Saudi Arabia. Let's yeah. please save some moments for the States. <laughs> uh yeah i mean I, i'm over the point that i when people say oh the saudi arabian shows i think they're fine but yeah i'd rather like bigger moments happen yes. honestly a I'd rather... card like fast lane should have been in saudi arabia in my opinion <laughs> yeah i think that's the perfect card for <laughs> we'll probably get like honestly Broadway we'll probably get or... something sick i'll have to wake up at, at noon when i'm usually sleeping i'll have to wake up so that I won't miss Brock Lesnar versus Matt Riddle in a UFC deathmatch fight pit. Whatever. That'd be awesome. No. But... Uh, Matt Riddle, not even with WWE and Brock Lesnar, <laughs> like semi-retired or whatever he's doing right now. I think I read so. today that Brock Lesnar uh, can't do Crown Jewel because he's injured or something. That might be a fever dream that I randomly looked at today. Um, I'm, yeah, I don't know. But I don't know where I was going with this. Shinsuke Nakamura. I wanted him to win the title. He didn't. And I was like, okay, time to cash in. And they did like a little storyline where Rhea took the briefcase from Damien saying, no, you're injured. Don't do it tonight. So I don't know if they're trying to like piss off Damien and make him leave the judgment day because they're fucking with him. Cause that would have been the perfect time to cash in. So Dude, they also held the camera on Seth for way too long yeah. for no casting to be like, I was waiting for Damien to come through the crowd and blindside him with the case. Yep. You know, because he was just out in the crowd celebrating, 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 celebrating. And then they played the music video and I'm like, dude, you gotta be kidding me. And then I didn't even watch the, uh, the post game. I, uh, uh, or the presser or whatever. I was like, no, honestly, the best part was just the first segment, which was, uh, Cody and Jay. So, so I much heard fun. it was funny. I still haven't watched it, but uh, they're just, they were drunk and they, they, Cody admitted, just to let you guys know, we had a few drinks on the bus and you could just tell because Cody's like giggling at everything. And they, they keep gotcha. saying, they keep saying yeet. And, um, it, it was so funny. It was a great moment, but yeah, that was the only really thing it missed on the press conference. Um, someone asked EO Sky if she would want to wrestle Taylor Swift, and everyone on Twitter was like, "Well, that was stupid as fuck." I thought it was a relevant question because of how big Taylor Swift is right now, but I also understand like, come on, you could have asked anything and you asked that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of indifferent on that because yeah. yes, I understand that Taylor Swift is the number mm-hmm. one pop culture topic in the world right now. Yep. However, 
you are at a WWE exactly. post-game presser and you have the opportunity to ask a wrestler anything that pertains to wrestling in the world. And you're like, oh, you want to wrestle Taylor Swift? Yeah. And the guy who asked kind of him, a, he, he asked some good questions that night, too. And then he gets called on. It's like he didn't think he was going to get called on and he just had a random question, which I understand. It's it's cool, but you should also be prepared to have better questions. But Kind of like we are very prepared to do this podcast every week. We are. Totally. We are the most professional um, podcasters ever. Yep, we are the most professional. But yeah, uh, overall, Fastlane, we've already talked about like how it wasn't the greatest. I, I thought it was a fun Saturday night to watch wrestling. You're higher on it than, than I am, but also we had had Wrestle Dream the week before, and I thought yeah. Wrestle Dream content-wise was a lot better for sure. my opinion. Oh, my yeah, opinion. absolutely. I mean, Wrestle Dream was – it was a bigger card. Like it, it, it definitely felt like they – wanted more out of it than WWE did for Fastlane, if that makes sense. And sure. they, I think they got more out of it. But I would give Fastlane maybe a 3.5. That might be a little high, but I think 3.5 is good. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going to give this like a 2, 2.5. Okay. 2.5 at the most. Uh, I just... I don't think I don't the content... Not enough meat on the bone for me. Yeah, I don't think the content was issued. No bad matches or nothing. I just think they could have did no. a lot more. So. Yeah, there was no stakes with any of these matches besides the main event. Like, I, the women's title has been dead on SmackDown. They have done mm-hmm. nothing to to um, to prop up Io Sky as a credible champion. Yeah, the John Cena and LA Knight team was super. It was like a super team versus the Bloodline uh, lackeys, which you know I'm not expecting them to lose to Jimmy and Solo. Yeah, and then the tag team uh, opener was like any raw main event. So like, there's nothing on this card besides the excitement of seeing Carlito. That's going to get me going. And then I didn't even like the way they did that. So, and they changed his music. So it's just like, I didn't like that either. I did not like that either. So, yeah, I don't know. I I do have a lot of negatives about the show and I am overly negative about fast lane, but keep in mind, I'm typically overly positive about every pay-per-view. So this, this definitely uh, rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, as far as the WWE goes. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't think it was bad, but yeah, I agree. No. It could have been a lot better. All right. Um, we have more Russell rundown to get to, but we don't have any segments after it. So let's go listen to a couple words from our friends over at In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. Hey, everybody. I'm Soda. And I am Ethan. And we are In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. We are a NASCAR podcast that talks about the past week's race, and we review the upcoming race for the Trucks, Xfinity, and the Cup Series. Yes, we also host a fun and interactive NASCAR Fantasy Cup Series where participants can win up to $500 in prizes each season. $500 in prizes. Yes, and the best part is it's completely free to join. No subscription, no Patreon. Just pick your driver each week for a chance to win prizes. The participant with the most points at the end of the season wins an actual In the Marbles Fantasy Cup Series Championship trophy. That's right, an actual trophy. So we hope you will join us next time on In the Marbles with Southern Ethan. And before we get out here, you got anything you want to add? As always, peace, love, and all the above. And we'll see you in the marbles. All right, we're back. In the Marbles, go listen to them if you like NASCAR. Um, And go tell Ethan to stop dropping players. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> now um ask or- ethan ask ethan to uh to figure things out to ask for help <laughs> instead of just fingering around the app and and doing whatever the hell you want to and and fucking your team up <laughs> no he's good he uh i know he's not he, he he sucks no i'm just kidding he's not no, no th- my first year doing it fantasy happens when i didn't really know anything about football 
I auto drafted my team and I just fucking I, I had no clue what I was doing. So I, I get it. I feel like everybody makes a dumbass like drop at at some point in their fantasy football career. Like I definitely remember doing that when I was younger. You know, it, it takes a few years to fully get in tune and learn fantasy football. And mm-hmm. it's even harder for a guy like him when he doesn't watch football yeah. to begin with. Um, I, I told him the other day, I'm like, just give us some time. Um, take it slow. You'll figure it out. I think our entire listener base is in the league. So we're kind pretty of much, just, yeah, just talking to the league here. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, no, he'll get there. He'll get there. I'm not worried about it. But yeah. All right. Well, let's get back into the wrestle roundup. We're going to talk about Raw, NXT, and Dynamite. Um, first up, Monday Night Raw. We had Seth Rollins versus Drew is going to be it's set for Crown Jewel next month. Um, I, I'm pretty excited for Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre for the title. Um, honestly, Drew McIntyre to win the title would be kind of cool because he never had his. Yeah, it's a little fresh. Yeah, and he had he he never had his moment in front of fans. Yeah, he's he really wants to have that moment in front of the Saudi Arabian fans. Mm-hmm. My guess, if I had to guess, I think he's going to turn heel after the match because he's going to lose, and then they'll have a rematch maybe next month, like the Survivor Series potentially. I don't know. Just trying That'd to be cool. brainstorm, but I definitely think yeah, Drew he's definitely he's definitely gotten closer to turning heel. Yeah, like, maybe he'll turn heel. That's on the definitely league. where they're going. Yeah, because we have about a month until Crown Jewel, so he could turn heel next week. So we'll see. All right, sure. We, we had a Vikings rules match, which there's been three or four of them, and all of them have been super fun. We had Ivar defeating Kofi Kingston, and I think the Viking Raiders are undefeated in the Vikings rules match. So it's kind of great cool. gimmick match for them. Uh, Kofi was wearing his best backyard wrestling attire for this yeah. match, which I appreciated because it, you know it's a hardcore match. I like when wrestlers wear odd attire for gimmick mm-hmm. matches; it makes it a little more fun. But he was literally wearing sneakers and basketball shorts. Yeah. I was like, "All right, Kofi." I hope that's not like a. a a change for him like he's i hope that was just a special special thing like leave the shitty attire to grayson waller please (laughs) yeah because it definitely looked custom it didn't look like he bought that at the store so no no it wasn't it wasn't some and one or nike pro (laughs) combat shorts it was like fluffy green and purple shorts (laughs) is a little odd (laughs) all right (laughs) we had um we had nia Jax versus raquel rodriguez and then uh rhea ripley and Shayna baszler did a run and then ruined it uh, how rude to ruin a Nia Jax match. We were enjoying that. Um, but yeah, whatever. I don't. Yeah, especially a Nia versus Raquel match. I guess this is just kind of a <laughs> snapshot of the current women's division on Raw. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, Rhea does not end up hurt at some point. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I am kind of excited for maybe a Rhea and Shayna match. I don't know oh, about yeah. the other matches because we've already kind of seen that. Mm-hmm. But I like Raquel, but she's just so boring to me. Yeah, so she's boring. very bland. Nothing, nothing going on that really gets gets you invested in her. Like, what what is her character? Oh, look, she I has have a nice. Back. Yeah, that's so fucking stupid. She has a back <laughs> and a nice smile. She smiles real yes, big, yes. and then she does that stupid fucking back pose. Dude, oh, I, I she wasn't it. like that in NXT. She had like this whole character where she was like the badass Latina chick that was like uh beating everybody up and like they were starting to flesh out her character and then she comes to the main roster and Vince's like you gonna need to smile more pal and then like she just <laughs> won't stop smiling she's like the joker yeah literally will not stop smiling and and she still does the back flex but yeah she has potential she just needs to get to a point where we actually give a fuck about her um Shinsuke Nakamura yeah. attacks Ricochet and he hits a GTS on him. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Ricochet was made for next week. It's going to be a last man standing match. So it's kind of mm. cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. apparently next week is the uh, season premiere. So yeah. we'll, 
Maybe we'll get new graphics or a new stage or something. I'm sure something. Probably new graphics or a new um, intro video or something. They usually do something like that. If we get nothing new at all, I am going to throw a fit on this podcast. (laughs) Okay. We better get something. Okay. I'll still be kind of upset if it's a new video, but I won't be super upset. But I'm hoping for at least new graphics. I hate the little... Uh, soul patch pointy arrow graphics that they've had for like yeah. the entire time since <laughs> the pandemic. Like, can we go back to something else or go forward to something else? Like, I don't like the way that Raw is like shaped in a triangle. It's yeah, odd. I don't like it either. So we'll see. Uh, Bronson Reed is the new number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. Sounds like a good match. Right. It, yeah, it was a great uh, triple threat number yeah, one contender. It, it was, was him, Tommaso, and Chad Gable. The finish, especially, was very mm-hmm. well done. And yeah. I love Bronson. So I like that. Yep. Uh, Drew McIntyre defeats JD McDonough. Who saw that coming? No way. Um, Be- <laughs> Becky Lynch defeats Tegan Knox. To oh, retain- who saw that coming? No way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Team Yeet, uh, Cody Rhodes, and uh, Jay Uso defeats Owens and Zane. So um, I. I like the ending where like Kevin Owens finally shook and hugged um, Jay Uso. Kind of, I still think Jay Uso is an insider. I don't think, think so. He's, uh, I think this is going to be a big turn where he's like, where, where either it's either going there or Jay's going to get upset at Cody and stay faced when they finally get on SmackDown and Cody is using him to get closer to the bloodline. I could see that. I could also yeah. see that. I could see either way. Either Jay is still in on it with the bloodline. And they're going to be- do a big reunite and beat down on Cody. Or there's going to be, um, you know, the whole deal with Cody using Jay. So, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. That was Raw. Not a bad episode of Raw. Some fun stuff in there. Uh, NXT. Average. Or- yeah, average. NXT, or should we call Super NXT, head to head with Dynamite. We had Cody Rhodes opening the show. He announced that, that there's going to be two tournaments. What is this, Tody Khan? Um so we're <laughs> the Dusty we're gonna Rhodes. have the world title eliminator tournament. We're also <laughs> going to have the cruiserweight lucha libre pura resu grand prix that will culminate at our greatest pay per view event ever. We are on a great string of pay per views lately. I think AEW is on a phenomenal run. We are going to have this end full gear. No, uh, Tony Cod very much not on my good side right now, especially was, with his Twitter antics. Good. That, that, uh, so I had to do some making fun of him. That actually reminded me of him. So oh, yeah. you just had to snort a line in the middle and then have your eyes wide open the whole time. Yeah, if we were an audio, <laughs> if we were a video podcast, I might do cocaine live on the pod just to really get into the to the mojo. Yeah, <laughs> get my fun. booking juices flowing. You know. Yeah, uh, the Dusty Rhodes Classic is returning, and then uh, after the women's breakout tournament, they're going to start a men's breakout tournament. So yeah. Yeah. I like the breakout tournament ideas. That, that's fun. I mean, it is a lot of green people versus green people, which that's usually cool. isn't the best. But that's what really NXT short, structured matches. And no, NXT is for the Undertaker and John <laughs> Cena and everybody else that's ever been in wrestling. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> oh, man. Um, we had Asuka defeating Roxanne Perez. Um, mm-hmm. Which this match was. Pre- oh, by the way, uh, Cody Rhodes announced that he's the GM for the night. Um, and then he made a match between Ilya Dragunov and Dominic Mysterio. Um, Asuka defeats Roxanne Perez. Um, Shotzi Blackheart was on commentary and announced that her and Scarlett will uh, host Halloween Havoc in a couple weeks. 
That's fun. I don't think Chauncey has had the Blackheart portion of her name for like no, three years. She hasn't. <laughs> yeah, you um, just, just randomly were like, I'm gonna flex on everybody and, and call I her know. by her old <laughs> name. Yeah. Um yeah. so they're gonna be Halloween Havoc hosts. I like that because um they like yeah, to dress that's cool. fun. Yeah, it'll be cool. I uh, like that because they like to dress no, fun. They like to dress like they every year that um Shotzi has done it. She's like dressed like yeah. real crazy and stuff. It's really cool. Uh, no, Asuka, that is cool, and I I really like NXT Halloween Havoc. It's it's really fun every time. And it's a two week so. event. This uh, we'll definitely have to talk about that on the pod as sure. they go. So. It'll be fun. I like when they do spin the wheel or make the deal. Is that what they call it? Yeah, spin the wheel, make the deal. Yeah. Um, the Oscar versus Roxanne Perez match was um it was pretty short, but it was like back and forth, and then Oscar got the better of her. It was well, they fun. had an Undertaker promo to get to. Yeah. Um, so we have a pubs pub rules match, um, which was the brawling brute slash Tyler Bate versus Gallus. Match was super fun. I liked it. Match was fun. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Gallus. I don't really like I think that they're just watered down brawling brutes, to be honest. Yeah, like they're I'm the not... heel brawling brutes mm-hmm. of NXT. They're kind of meh. Um, but I thought this match overall was really fun. Yeah, I don't like them at all. So, but yeah, the match was fun. Fair enough. I I don't disagree <laughs> with that. They are very boring and not that good. I don't understand why they continue to be featured that much. So, yeah, I'm not sure either. Um, then we had Braun Breaker, or I mean John Cena, come out, and then Braun Breaker came out. They had a nice little back and forth. John Cena went for a attitude adjustment. I don't think he got it on him though. And then nope. kind of hyped up. Um, it was a heel Braun Breaker challenging like John Cena, like taunting him. And then Cena goes for the AA. Braun slipped out and Braun like ran away. I'm like, dude, you're the heel and you started talking shit. Uh-huh. So yeah. as soon as it like I, I understand that he's just trying to be a heel. But when you're as big as Braun Breaker, you shouldn't be running from other dudes. In yeah. my opinion. I agree. Especially especially when Paul Heyman's whole hype up speech later is you're you're a monstrosity you're you're a brawn breaker type of thing like dude if if that's how we're gonna hype him up don't have his entire character to be oh i'm big and bad but i run from old head john cena with the bald spot like (laughs) i don't Uh, think that's very uh i don't think that's very wise to to tell the viewer at home that hey when brawn breaker eventually turns face just know he's scared of john cena so yeah, I, I mean, I, at least it's John Cena. He's the greatest of all time, you know. Um, yeah, but <laughs> to be honest, man, he's not that ninety-nine overall super Cena anymore. He's like no. eighty-six overall legend, John Cena. So you got it. They'll, they'll still give him the ninety-six. <laughs> I mean, he lost to Austin Theory. I mean, come on, dude. The Austin Theory deserves a ninety-nine. Let's be honest. Austin um, Theory, the the young prospect that's done nothing but cooled off since WrestleMania. I agree. Pretty pretty unfortunate. Um. Where am I at? Ilya uh, retains versus Dom. Who saw that coming? LA Knight was the referee, and I forgot about that part. Very random, but just another person to try and get uh, get on the show, you know? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> LA Knight's pretty over. Let's interject him yeah. somewhere that he has no business being. So random. <laughs> Unnecessary. Uh, then they did the Heyman um, was talking to Ava Rain backstage. The Rock's daughter. She uh, clarified on X that it is only Ava. No rain. Right, right. Yeah, she got rid of rain. Jeez. Um, I, I, I did know that because her uh, her prism card said rain on them. And then when Select came out, it was just Ava. So I don't know why they got rid of the rain part. So, but yeah. Probably Ava. because it made no sense in the first yeah, place. Yeah, true. And it's 
It should be the Ava. It's like the Rock. It'll be interesting to see what they do with her now that Schism is kind of done gone, yeah. for. Yeah. Or in my best Booker T, the Schism. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna miss that every week watching uh, the Schism because of Booker T. He dude Booker T makes everything so much fun. Yeah, I like him a lot. I love Booker T. I like uh, but, tri- when he does Trick Williams entrance. Yes, yes, dude. Um, um, but I don't know where Ava goes from here. I don't know if she's like. I I haven't seen enough of her yeah. wrestling. I mean, nobody has. She's only had a handful of matches and hasn't really done much in those matches. So I don't know what she does. She's still very green, which is okay. But she'll she should have been in the breakout tournament, to be completely honest. Yeah, because she hasn't really done enough. So sure, they probably don't want to have her lose it. But they also had plans for who's going to win it. Maybe that's why they didn't do that. So I don't know. Yeah. Then we have the main event: Carmelo Hayes defeats Braun Breaker. Pretty fun match. Uh, after the match. Well, during the match, John Cena gets taken out uh, by Solo Sokoa. They brawl to the back. And then after the match, after Carmelo Hayes wins, Breaker attacks Carmelo. And then The Undertaker comes out. Holy shit. Uh, on his motorcycle, yep. looking like a drunk dad, and beats up on his son, Braun Breaker. He looked like a- he was coming to that ring to swing. Yeah, um, it was it was ridiculous. But it's always fun dude, to fucking see Undertaker, I guess. Yeah, it, it's fine, <laughs> but but it was the most blatant parading of, of <laughs> look what hey, we look have. What we got look at look what we've got in our fifty year uh history besides uh, up against your four year old company that had to move nights due to playoffs and, and shit. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we're shocked. gonna bury your ass just because you like I on one hand I feel bad for AEW, and then on the other hand, I don't because Tony Khan's being a little whiny bitch on twitter all night long so yeah. it is what it is i don't feel bad because it's nxt tonight and they're in the middle of contract negotiations for tv deals so i, I get completely it. understand why they wanted i don't think it was all about i don't feeding. fault them but it was definitely overkill oh absolutely at a certain point but they had it to got to a point where it's one up spinship <laughs> like there was a clear point where it went from okay nxt's kind of stacking the deck and, and it's going to be a nice show to Oh my God! They are literally just a one-upping AEW back and forth. Like when it got to the first thirty minutes are commercial free. The first thirty yeah. minutes, Undertaker's <laughs> naked, and you could take pictures with him. Hey, like it's that. always it, they just kept adding and adding and adding back and forth throughout the day. And then Tony, which Tom is great for wrestling fans, but yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, and it's great for wrestling fans in general. But yeah. for the long term. Like, what does this do for NXT? You know, like, this doesn't really... Like, they barely advanced anything tonight, or yeah, that night. Not much. And it was just a parading of riches. It, it was what it was. It was fine. Yeah. It was whatever. Um. So, yeah, that was NXT. It was a fun show. Nothing, like you what said, about, nothing, nothing. What about an Undertaker and Braun Breaker graveyard? Uh, boneyard match. Cinematic piece. I, I don't think they should do that, but... I, I would watch it. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, dude, if they ever have Undertaker wrestle again, please just do another Boneyard match because yeah. the one with AJ is really fun. Yeah. No, I think this is just fun. To, uh, oh, by the way, Braun Breaker randomly calling himself the badass. Kind of strange. Like, what about badass Billy Gunn? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, Who? What? Who? You mean daddy ass? Oh, yeah. He still goes by Billy Gunn, though, too, right? He's just daddy yeah. ass as well. Okay. I was going to say, are you trying to say he changed his name to daddy ass? pretty cool he might i mean in the old games he's just mr ass <laughs> so <laughs> uh yeah undertaker said you're not the badass i am rest in peace he didn't say anything oh, <laughs> starts speaking in tongues ministry style brings Make. out the rocks 
brings out the rock's daughter ava on a crucifix <laughs> and the rock runs in that was on the uh 10 minute overrun yeah my dude goes, cut it off and he goes trump 2024 <laughs> that he would that he would <laughs> He was Maybe. wearing some of his uh, patented nine line uh, yeah. apparel out there, like usual. I was like, so. that shirt's kind of cool. How it had like all his nicknames on it or whatever. It's and then I looked at the side and yeah. had the nine line like, stuff. Fuck. I'm like, oh, geez, makes sense. Yeah, why couldn't it be a WWE official? <laughs> nope. But yeah, um, a, a WWE official shirt with the patch at the bottom. Can't forget Jordan yep, loves yep. those those patch. little tags. All right, that was NXT. Let's get to Dynamite. Uh, you were there. Um, yep. Eddie Kingston beats Suzuki on the buy-in. Yep. Uh, no Suzuki incident. They did play his entire song. I got to do Kaze Ninare. It was fun. Um, but I'm ready for Eddie to do something else. Uh, I don't want to see him versus older Japanese talent anymore. Please, let him it's, wrestle some contemporary talent. It seems kind of like like a, a bucket list thing for him. Like he's like, oh, It I'm definitely wrestling. is, yeah. you know, and I get that. But he's in W. He's in JPW Strong Champion. Like, let him do that on those events. He's a, yeah. He's also where, a where it's, champion. Let him do that there too. If when he's on Dynamite, he should be wrestling talent like Ricky Starks. He could be wrestling talent like, um, shoot, I don't know, Hook. But like that'd be fun. Like, do something. Do something fun. He wasn't on Dynamite. He was on the buy-in. So. He yes, he was on. He was on the free YouTube buy-in, <laughs> and uh, there was a lot of negative reaction to this live in the arena. Oh, everybody really? said, "Everybody, like, yeah, there was murder grandpa chance and like good <laughs> chance and stuff." But my section in particular, which was pretty brain dead, they were, uh, "Why are they just hitting each other and chopping each other?" Which I understand, you know. I would have seen Sky um, Blue's booty. Yeah, basically, uh, <laughs> we left before Rampage. Um, so I didn't get to see any sky blue booty, but darn right. I mean, yeah. I can watch it tomorrow if I wanted to. So, but you probably won't. All nope, right. Definitely will not. <laughs> I do <laughs> not watch rampage. Brian Danielson defeats, uh, Strickland will face Christian on collision for the TNT championship. Yeah. Uh, this was good. I bet. Um, I kind of wanted Swerve to win. I did swerve while i drove in the arena it was great um prince nana was going crazy the entire arena was doing the nana dance that's fine. um i i had a really good time during this match uh it was good and i i don't know how i feel about danielson versus christian because it kind of just tells me yeah christian's gonna retain so yeah. it'd be kind of cool if see. uh danielson beats him but yeah but know. where do you go after that yeah true um Apparently, Powerhouse Hobbs murdered Chris Jericho. Yeah, so Jericho's dead. Uh, I don't know when visitation is, but he's uh, he's dead um, once and for all. No, uh, this was kind of just a squash match. There's a bunch of spine busters, and Jericho tried to fight back. He hit a code breaker and got a two, and then uh, Hobbs was just beating him down the entire time, and Hobbs eventually won. Okay. Uh, Hobbs is now officially part of the Callus dudes. Um oh, not the yeah. Callus family. He's a part of the dudes, which is oh. a substable. No, uh, he he's in the Callus family now, and now he changed his look a little bit. He's wearing like Goldberg style biker shorts okay. and like ten pounds of Randy Orton baby oil. Also. Oh shit! That's what that's what everybody was saying during this match. Lay off the baby oil, Hobbs. I heard so <laughs> many baby oil comments. Because so, he was he was absolutely glistening. Like the lights were hitting his skin, and it would literally it was like a sniper in Call of Duty. It was blinding. God damn. Uh, 
here's the first of two title changes he got. Orange Cassidy mm-hmm. defeats Phoenix for the international championship. So I kind of got tipped off to this because there was confetti falling uh, oh. throughout the night a little <laughs> bit. I kind of knew that something was changing hands. I couldn't exactly tell what color the confetti was, but good thing there was three different colors of confetti. This confetti was orange because my favorite, Orange Cassidy, um, ended up defeating Mr. Phoenix, which tells me that Phoenix was definitely never supposed to be champion and that the Mox and Cassie feud was going to continue, I'd assume. So that's probably where we're getting back to. Um, And I think the storyline that they're trying to tell is that Orange, like he didn't seem really excited after he won the belt. And I think the story they're going for is that it wasn't the belt that uh, that Orange cared about in the end. It ended up being Moxley that he cared about beating in the end. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the story that they're going for is that okay. Orange really wants to beat Mox. So it's that's fine. Cool, I, like I can't I can't sit here and act like I'm overly excited for Orange versus Mox. So. Yeah. Um, Tony Storm's silent film debuted. Um, apparently, this was during commercial <laughs> or the yes. picture in picture. Uh, but for me, live in the arena, that it, it was great because while the commercials, it's not instead of WWE playing actual commercials in the arena, which is the most asinine bullshit that they do. They literally last time I was in there, they were playing. Um, I forget what exactly it was, but it was some. Ad- oh yeah, they were playing cinnamon toast crunch ads oh. in the arena during commercial, of, and the talent of, was just standing in the ring. It's one of their sponsors. Like, I'm not paying a ticket to go watch Cinnamon Toast Crunch commercials. I mean, um, it was during but at least AEW, But at least AEW would either have Justin Roberts say a bunch of stupid shit or have uh, Tony Storm silent videos on the screen. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure this Tony Storm silent video was supposed to be seen and it was supposed to be on TV, but they did it in picture in picture because Tony had to fucking uh, one up eight or NXT by having a longer commercial free period. I guess he did 45 minutes instead of the 30 minutes NXT did. So they had to play commercials. Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, they had it in the picture in picture, but what, I mean, it was a silent film. So that's, that's probably was it. I'm thinking. sure it's posted on YouTube. Yeah, probably. No. Um, we had a war. There, there was like two acts of it. So okay. it was fine. It was nothing, nothing that entertaining. So. Uh, Wardlow squash match. Yeah, I'm tired of it. He yeah. uh, he squashed the semi-local Matt Seidel. He's a St. Louis guy. Okay. Um, it's it's fine, but we already did this with Wardlow. We were past this. Why are we going back to this? Um, he's doing the powerbomb bullshit again. Like, yeah. can we do something else? His hair looks funny to me. I like. I don't know why. He, like his longer hair looks so much better. I yeah. I wish he would have never cut it, and I wish he would go back to his old finisher where he'd prop uh-huh. him up in the turnbuckle and hit him with the knee. It's yeah. much better than the powerbomb. That's cool. Um, Jay White defeats Hangman Adam Page. Yeah, this is a good match, longer match. Um, and then we had the unfortunate Juice Robinson controversy. Yeah, yeah we already talked about that. Um, hopefully they just kind of ignore that and don't come back to yeah, it. Yeah, focus more on the <laughs> fact that Jay White stole MJF's belt. That's more interesting anyways. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll still have Juice try and win that fucking ring. That's cool. He's a side character in the story. But yeah. The uh, yeah quarters thing was not cool. Um, Sheeta defeats Soraya and ends the reign of terror. Yeah, the like one month reign of terror, dude. <laughs> Soraya, this is when I went to use the bathroom. As soon as I heard, uh, it went to commercial, and Justin Roberts gets on the house mic and goes, "AEW Dynamite fans, how are we doing tonight?" And everybody cheers, and then he goes, 
We got one more championship match coming up for you here shortly. And everybody, like literally at least half the arena got up. And oh, man. Walking. I'm not even kidding. The <laughs> bathroom lines were insane. And so that's when I went to use the bathroom. I missed like half the match. I didn't care. Um, dude, Soraya is so not popular. Everybody was booing her and tons of Sheeta chants. Everybody was pro Sheeta. As soon as Sheeta won, everybody was so excited. Uh, I saw a dude using, uh, he had like praying hands out, like cheering uh-huh. insane. Like he was so happy that Soraya was a champion. I have never seen a reaction to, like that live. Like everybody hated the fact that Soraya was champion. And yeah. I think 90% of it was due to her antics on online. Yeah, um, be- she's really, yeah, she's really turned into a piece of shit online. So, yeah, I agree. So that's cool. She is champion. You got two championships changing hands. That's pretty fun. Yeah, two um, championships I really don't care about, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, then Christian cuts a promo. What was that yeah. about? It was uh, it was like his whole "I am not these guys' father." Um, he was like trying to take a dig at Edge because I guess, uh, or no, it was it was I'm not their leader. I am their father because oh, Edge, wow. I guess, was supposed to be the Judgment Day leader. And so Christian has his guys with uh, Nick Wayne and Luchasaurus. He's like, I'm not their leader. I'm their father. I'm the father they never had and all this stuff. And he he cut a promo, something about, uh, oh, he got a good dig in on Brian Danielson because he said uh, a little birdie told me before he said uh, what he was going to say. And Daniel Bryan's kid is birdie. So that was pretty clever. And then uh, he also got real close to the uh, to the. Mike and said something about Lyric and Rupee at his kids, and then he told Beth to change the sheets because Daddy's coming home or something. Oh my, dude, it was (laughs) it was wild. Christian is so good, dude. He was going in on like everything, and he's close to Edge, so he knows like all the personal shit. Like he he has unlimited ammo. Like it's insane. So uh, yeah, it was it was a scathing promo about Edge, and then uh, the main event was uh, Luchasaurus and Edge. And well, Adam Copeland, the rated R superstar. And uh, he basically got beaten down for 80% of the match and then uh, did a little comeback and ended up winning. And big brawl to end the show. Uh, BCC came out, Swerve was out there, Nana, Hangman. It was kind of wild. And it kind of set up Danielson and Christian because Danielson caught Christian in the label lock and tapped him out as the show was going off the air. What percentage? And then, as soon as the show ended, we uh, what percentage left? Yeah, Uh, I'd say probably 35 40 percent. There was quite a few, there was quite a few people. Uh, we were some of the first, and I don't know exactly how many left, but I know we stood up and started leaving almost immediately. Mm -hmm. And uh, as we were leaving, I kind of took a look back, and there was a bunch of people still getting up and leaving so yeah i mean i'm at that point where i would absolutely left because i yeah. now nowadays i'll leave during the main event of like a like and we wanted to hit raising canes before it closed what time do they close there 11 uh, the one in philly closes at like 1 a.m i'm pretty sure dang yeah. uh well it it uh it was 9 30 our time so yeah. by the time that rampage would have got over because they still had to like change the ring over and like clean up and everything yeah it would have been like 10 45 11 already and we had like traffic to get through so yeah we still made it with plenty of time and then i checked the target um that was right across from arcanes and uh 
no cool figures. So unfortunately, Damn. that sucks. I, I say I'm retired for, for, from figures, and here I am at 10:30 at night checking <laughs> rando rando targets, like I was gonna find something cool, but I I'm, didn't. I'm the same way. I get it. So overall, AEW was good, fun time. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun time. Uh, outside of you know some abnormally worse fan experience than usual. Like usually you'll find some weirdos, but this time it was just like everywhere I turned, it was yikes. Um, I unfortunately also had a uh, really nice special needs guy next to me that um, he was a nice guy, uh, but he would not stop talking to me the entire Aww. time. Like, <laughs> poking me and like getting my attention and asking questions. And I'm like, dude, I, I'm not going to be a dick to you and I'll answer your questions, but Holy hell. He's like bugging me, trying to like tell me about GCW and like, tell me how Jordan Oliver's Nick Wayne's tag team partner. And I'm like, okay, I know. I didn't say I know, but I just kept going. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. cool. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm not going to sit there and, and, and not watch the show and just instead have a two hour conversation with this dude, but he sure was trying. I mean, and I think he pissed himself later because it started to smell oh, really man. bad. I mean, you have a two hour conversation with a special needs guy every fucking week and you don't complain about it. Do you? Hey, my cat does not have special needs. <laughs> um, oh, I'm... you put myself down. No, um, I know. I, I was just kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's fun. I, I enjoy talking to uh, people like you, the PBS viewers. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our show for this week. We're not doing any fun top fives or anything this week. Um, we're not so, doing anything fun on this show anymore. Nope. All we're going to talk about is boring ass wrestling shit and stuff we don't like. We're going to get overly negative like JD from New York and Jim Cornette. Yes. I do want to announce that I think in two weeks, the week before Halloween, we're going to have zach on and uh handsome zach and we're gonna do a um the handsome zach not not the non-handsome one we're gonna do a review or like a watch not a watch along we're not gonna like talk with you guys while we're watching it but pro wrestlers versus zombies we're gonna watch it and we're gonna talk about it i think it'll be fun to celebrate halloween the week before halloween so wanted to announce that we'll put all the information on our x and i'm sure we'll talk about it next week so we should also do that with the Iron Claw movie when it comes out. Oh yeah, I'm excited for that. That looks really good. Um, but yeah. yeah. Uh so yeah, that's our show for this week. Go check out our podcasting friends. We have in the marbles with soda and Ethan, NASCAR podcast. Go check Fix them your out. fantasy lineup. <laughs> uh we have the three brews <laughs> podcast with uh Ty, um, AJ and Fuck. What's his name? I, I feel like I had his name for the past how many weeks? Ryan. His name's Ryan. Um, you go check them out. You always forget that one yeah. dude. And then I remember. Um fully opposable wrestling figure podcast. They talk about wrestling figures. Go check them out. And they the, talk they talk about wrestling figures a little more than us, barely. Yeah. I yeah, I feel like we went on for about an hour today about wrestling figures. And then Tales from the Estate with Drew and Caitlin. Love their show. Uh, how how's the Halloween spooktober going for you. Uh, so since I went to AEW, I am like a day behind, but I'm going to catch up tonight after the Chiefs game. I will be caught back up. I have like two movies to watch, um, but it's going good so far. Nice variety. Tons of fun. Uh, there's been some misses, but there's definitely been some hits, and I like how much variety is on that list. So, Yeah, he said his, his goal was to have a little bit of everything on there. And like horror yeah, movies. That's cool. You're going to have campy, ridiculous bullshit, and you're going to have amazing 
scary movies and i, I think that's yes. cool about horror i love horror movies i hope he does that i hope he does that next year too i'm sure he will that, um i really i i really do plan on doing this every year um the only change that I will have to make later in the month is he has Poltergeist 2 on there, but mm-hmm. I have not seen the first one. So, Or no, yeah. not Poltergeist. Uh, I Exorcist. think it's The Exorcist. Yeah. Yeah, Exorcist. Exorcist. He has Exorcist 2 on there, and I haven't seen the first one, so I'll be watching that instead. So, yeah. I was any sequels do a- I'm just replacing with the first one. I don't blame you. I um I was going to do this, and then I didn't. I, well, we're on the 12th of the Dude, month. Dude, your ass can't even watch AEW exactly. every week. No I, way. No way you'll be able to watch a movie so, every day. I've watched one horror movie this month so far. I loved it. It was great. It was Saul. Um, very. Oh, fun. the first one. Yes. Yeah. We might even talk about this last week, but I, I really enjoyed it. I don't it. remember. Yeah, I don't either. But yeah, Saul was good. And I plan to watch a couple more before the end of the month, um, but we'll see. But yeah, go check well, they're out. they're on Peacock, though. So. Yes. Uh, so yeah, go check out Tales from the Estate. Um, yeah, that's our show for this week. Anything to add before we sign off? I think we've added quite too much already. So. Yeah. Awesome. Goodbye. Have a nice week. Bye-bye. <laughs> Man, we're losing. As long as it takes to get what's rightfully mine.